0: In thinking of the title of your show, The Liberated Healer, that's really been my journey when I look within my own heart right now, is it's been about liberating my mind from fear, from lack and limitations, and helping others do the same through psychotherapy and individual couple sessions. And now, through using meditation,
1: welcome to the Liberated Healer podcast where we touch on a variety of topics in the world of spirituality, energetic healing, and everything in between and beyond. Take an adventure on a shooting star with your hosts, Gina and Linnea, offering their wisdom, guidance, and everlasting love and support. Hi, everybody. Gina Cavalier, Liberated Healer Podcast. I am so excited, as I usually am. I love, I love what I do, and thank you for letting me come into your, your sphere uh, once in a while to say hello. Um, today we have a lovely guest, Lisa Tahir. She, um, she is a licensed clinical social worker and therapist. She's written an amazing book, um, the Chiron Effect, that I've been um, kind of able to digest and, and hold close to my heart in the last couple weeks. So uh welcome Lisa. Thank you for coming.
0: Gina, it's my honor and delight to be with you on the Liberated Healer. And I've been really looking forward to our time together. Well um you know I I, <laughs> I
1: didn't really know what Chiron was, you know, even though I'm in this world and it was like wow I really need to learn about this. And you know people say you know, uh, they got in the sun and the rising and the moons and everybody. And then everybody's all of a sudden talk about Chiron. And I saw you and I was like, oh, gosh, we have to figure this out. So um, let's hear a little bit about yourself and then what got you into um, this area of um this planet. And then also just so everybody knows, we're going to do a little quick meditation at the very end. So either stay for that or go to the separate link below where it's going to be individual. Lisa's going to run a little meditation for us. So go ahead, Lisa. Thank you.
0: You're welcome, Gina. And in thinking of the title of your show, The Liberated Healer, that's really been my journey when I look within my own heart right now is it's been about liberating my mind from fear from lack and limitations, and helping others do the same through psychotherapy and individual couple sessions, and now through using meditation. I love meditation as a tool to soothe and calm our central nervous system, to be able to align our minds with the solutions that we seek, as opposed to being like underground with the problems feeling so weighted and, and oppressive upon us. And I started therapy when I was 21 as a client. And I knew in that moment, this is what I'm going to spend my life doing is helping people in this way, very intimately with their issues. And I've grown and developed over my 25 years as a practitioner to really include spirituality, along with psychology and taking personal responsibility. And my book, The Chiron Effect, pulls all of that together with research as well to help us heal our deepest vulnerabilities and those areas where we feel wounded, like we're not good enough we don't matter. Those kind of core wounds and beliefs that that tend to pop up at different times throughout our lives. And I really want to help us all heal those parts of ourselves to feel confident and whole.
1: And, um, you know, I know once you find this life journey, what uh, up and down uh, process it is to be in service to others, but how it's just so overwhelmingly rewarding um, each person that chooses to do this because it is a labor it is a labor of love and um so thank you again um can you explain a little bit what chiron is exactly and where the name came from and a little bit about it so there. Sure, Gina.
0: And Chiron was a surprise to me. I didn't know about Chiron until about five, six years ago when I sat in meditation to ask the universe, how can I help my clients more? How can I help myself more to be happier? Because despite being in my own therapy process for so many years, since I was 21, and at that time when I sat and asked, to have guidance and some more insight and awareness, I was in my 40s and I still found myself feeling feelings of, of being not good enough, like not valuing myself or feeling like I'm not seen or heard in the ways I desire. And it puzzled me being a therapist and being in therapy, like what am I missing? And I really heard in meditation, the word Chiron, And I started researching that after it came up numerous times. I didn't know what that meant. And I discovered that Chiron in astrology is a placement, like you mentioned, Gina, like we know our sun sign. We might even know our rising, where our moon is. Chiron is in a sign of Aries, of Taurus, of Gemini, of Cancer, just like your sun sign, your birth sign. And I learned that Chiron was also in Greek mythology, a centaur. Chiron taught Asclepius and Asclepius, the staff of medicine that you see at the doctor's offices, the two snakes, Chiron gave that to Asclepius. And I thought how cool Chiron was the founding father in mythology of the healing arts of medicine, of pharmacy. And then in astronomy, Modern-day astronomy, Chiron is designated as both a minor planet and a comet. And it was discovered in, I think, 1979 or 80 by an astronomer. And I just started to get fascinated, feeling like there's something here to help others and myself. And when I spent the three and a half years researching and writing my book, I found that knowing where Chiron is in your birth chart helps you to really amplify your affirmations, your healing, your meditations around one core area of vulnerability that comes up for you in your life. And I'm going to pause and and ask how that landed for you. Uh,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And also on your website, uh, you have where people could put in their date of birth and they can find out what that is um,
0: at the, which was the website again. It's the nolatherapy.com forward slash Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N. There's a plug-in. You can put in your date of birth, your place of birth, and if you have it, your time of birth, though that's not necessary, and it will pull up, bam. Chiron is in, say, Pisces, and you'll be able to use that as you're reading my book.
1: Great. And so I went ahead and did that. Um, You also talk about Carl Jung um, and his archetypes and the placement of core wounding, which is very interesting because um, a lot of people know I'm writing a book about surviving suicidal ideation with Dr. Amelia Kelly for Swedenborg Foundation. And we are writing about archetypes right now. And um, so I think this is very fascinating and kind of correlating with the line. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because of course, the first thing I did was look at my own, what mine is. And mine is an Aries. And, um, it's really funny to me because <laughs> I've always had an adverse reaction to Aries in general, like in my life, you know, I have, we're always a karmic thing that happens to me, whether it's a job, a boss or a relationship. And so I, you know, I, I thought I sworn off Aries and I <laughs> kind of know my chart, but I did not know that my Chiron was an Aries. And I went, Oh, okay. Okay. This is the stuff I'm supposed to be working on. And the wounded Chiron in your book that I highlighted here. Wow. Um, yes. It how it feels to not be healed and then how it feels to be healed. And this is exactly, exactly my journey. So wounded Chiron feels no right to exist fundamentally wrong over self-sufficient. So that was where my suicidality was at that. I did not believe that I had the right to exist on this planet that, you know, I felt very wounded and lost and the heal version is lovable, which you can obviously see. I am worthy, which yeah. I very end of right to exist. So yes. I'm exactly kind of where you are in your book um, here. So yeah, um, so I wanted to thank you for that, but also in Aries, it's it's pertaining to uh, in Chiron pertains to human rights, personal freedom, and social change, which I believe the North Node is going. And this is June, uh, July 2023 is going into Aries and Monday, June uh, July 17th. So you're seeing all this stuff come out about social change right now. Yeah, I, I find it very interesting. Do you have anything to contribute? to where we are right now and maybe this alignment.
0: I would add on to what you're saying Gina about taking action, taking aligned action about the things, the issues that matter to you and for you and that takes some confidence, that takes some believing in yourself that what you believe matters, that others will rally with you and support you and and sometimes it can be hard to feel that and I would say take action anyway in ways that really light you up and make you feel plugged in and tuned in and happy. And Gina, to speak to what you just shared about your Chiron placement in Aries having to do with vulnerability and your sense of your personal value and worth and how it's really about unlearning people-pleasing strategies because that's an effective way to get through the world being helpful and and truly like people with this placement, like you, you know, want to be helpful. It, it's aligned. It's like a deep desire. It's not fake or artificial, but it's about when do you overextend and give too much of yourself and feel depleted, which usually no one else knows, but you, cause you can put up a good front and, and really show up yet you, might have health issues or, or just, you know, depression, anxiety and and others don't know because you appear strong and put together, which again is accurate and true, but it depletes your personal wellness and happiness over the years. And to learn to say, not right now, or maybe, or no, thank you. Let me circle back to this at another time, learning to take care of yourself mentally physically, spiritually and have more fun. It's about really having more joy and like you I came from a background of healing from suicidal ideations and really at a at a point almost almost taking my own life in my late late 30s and I'm so grateful. It like I still have moments of just being so happy to be here and and that brings up tears cuz there's so many people that aren't that did take their lives, and I feel like they're all in bliss and in a good place where they need to be. Yet, for any of you watching or listening in that struggle, to try to just soothe, maybe take some time out and get get with someone to speak about how you feel. And I think your book, Gina, will be so important in, in helping reach individuals that have been in this really painful place of isolation and. I was I've been listening to your show and hearing about your book. so I'm definitely having you on and your co-author to speak about it. and And I thank you.
1: um, yeah, it's that's why things like your book also it does help you because if you can if the words speak to you and you look at it and you say, "Oh, I can understand. this is I remember coming into this world. And I remember saying, oh, my God, every single one of these lovely beings are going to be my friend, and I can't wait. And then it was like, ouch, 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 pain, pain, ooh, ah, ah, you know. And then that sorrow of that bubble bubble bursting as a child, that the world was had all these things that I could – that wasn't my nature. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that this – what we all, we all come into this world – that way. Right. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I didn't, you know, I even had a therapist who's helping me coach me through the book just to make sure I, if I don't have any triggers, even though I'm at a healed state at my point in time, but I want it, you know, I come first. So I got my therapist on and he, I never told him during the times I was suicidal. Never, mm. wow. never not once. And I had this t- wonderful therapist, one of the best I've ever seen in And heard of in the world, super supportive and loving. I still didn't have the strength or courage to tell that one person who wouldn't have judged me. Mm -hmm. So it is a really deep lying secret thing because it's kind of shameful and um, scary. You think they're going to put you up in a uh, like a a hospital. Um, you're afraid that if it gets out, you might uh, lose promotion, or people will look at you differently. Right. You know, and that's what we're trying to change is like, you yes. know, we all have these emotions and feelings. And so we need constant guidance, you know. And so I really felt that this it was really interesting about Chiron and Aries right now for me. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, Thank so- you. And I heard a a little bit about your background as well. Um, You know, you you had a really strong father who taught you, like, he had to work hard to get where he got, and um, he was an immigrant as well. And, you know, you came from this really interesting, strong fighting family that was very supportive. And I just want to get a little bit of background about that, because I think that's a little bit of an interesting, hopeful story of how you got here.
0: Gina, sure. And there's there's some nuances to that, that I, I did grow up in a multicultural home, a father from Pakistan. My mom is Irish. And there was actually a lot of conflict in my home. And I didn't really, it, I don't remember it happening until I was in sixth grade. And I actually remember being around 11, 12 years old and feeling like, what happened. I remember sitting in class and for the first time I couldn't concentrate or focus because I, one of my parents had hit me and there was all this screaming and and I was like, what happened? And I felt like my life changed. And I remember that point because it felt like things just went really dark and and stayed that way through the rest of middle school and high school, and I went through a lot of trauma and abuse. And I, I started to really cope through trying to be helpful and trying to be invisible and trying to make sure the house is clean and and take care of my younger brother and sister and try to get out ahead of, and of just trying to keep the peace and not knowing it's not, I can't do that. None of you that grew up or anyone listening in a home like this, it's not your responsibility. It's its adults who are unregulated and unhealed and hiding their pain in you, putting their pain on you, and and you suffer as a result. And I went through a lot of suffering as a young person as an adolescent and i perpetuated that into my early adulthood through coping through drug use and addiction and i write about that in my book and and really not treating myself lovingly and Ending up in relationships where I wasn't valued and perpetuating again how I grew up because I didn't know. And that's why at, at 21, I knew I didn't have skills that I needed. And I was led to start therapy and that long journey of healing and learning that I matter. And it's up to me, it's my responsibility how I will allow someone to behave in my life. And sometimes that's meant leaving friendships and relationships that I've cared about deeply, yet I love myself more than anyone else. And it's really our job to do that. And I think some of you listening, I hope had a much easier time of this growing up. And for me, I used to wish it wasn't so, but I don't anymore because it's really helped me to be compassionate and resilient and determined and really empathetic to be able to tune in to people's energy and emotions and really help them create desired outcomes so I wouldn't change it for anything now and I feel like there's been some richness in my life as a result and and I appreciate everything like gratitude it's it's really real for me appreciation and gratitude of just how we can create the lives we want no matter what has happened to you no matter what, you can really take responsibility for your happiness and choose it every day and and create that over time.
1: So, um, I absolutely agree with what you were saying. And, um, we create these patterns, whether when we were young from other people or even mental health issues. Right. And we're the only ones that are with ourselves 24 seven. So that's what the liberated healer is, is that we don't have to heal alone anymore. Um, but we are the only ones that really know the truth. And we are the only ones that know exactly where we're at every minute, you know? And so whether, say there is some mental uh, health issues or whatever's happening, keeping that journal and, and looking back on it and saying, wow, I had a good day, I had five bad days, I had a good day, I need to tell someone or or whatever, and really being that um, partner of healing. So we can break those patterns so, you know, these patterns that you learn as a child, maybe in a household, like you're describing, they will destroy an adult relationship. You know, when right. you were a kid, they, they made you survive. You had, those right. were life living survival skills. And now you're ruining every relationship because you're overgiving or you're depleting your resources or you're annoying because you just, you're so afraid that that person's going to leave and all that yeah. stuff
0: really working on these patterns, um, you know. Absolutely, Gina. And, you know, my family's grown a lot to where you were speaking about them being supportive. That is the case now. It it took years. And I'm really happy and grateful to have a good relationship with my parents today, with my siblings. I'm the oldest of five. And it's like, you know, it. I just want to appreciate what we have. And even though it's not perfect, I can tell you that it's good enough that, you know, I I feel seen and heard and like I can be myself more than not. And there's respect. And, and so, you know, I think I always wanted a more, an air quotes, perfect family. Like I observed with friends really being close to their parents as a best friend. And, you know, at this point it's like, I'll just take as good as it can be because there's some beautiful things I learned from my upbringing that have helped me be really strong and resilient and loving and kind and i don't know that i'd be this person without those experiences and i i love my family and to have seen them grow i'm really proud of them as well
1: and um that's wonderful so i want to just go through some of the highlights that people might expect from your book yeah Um, if you want to go go ahead and go through some stuff or i'm just looking kind of at your book Go ahead. yeah okay So, so Let's just say Capricorn, for example, um, the wounded Capricorn feels controlled and greed and a fear of failing and uh, opportunist opportunistic. Okay, sorry, but um, and it's so weird because I feel like those are Capricorns that I know, right? But the healed Capricorn yes, would be healed. mindful, able to ask for help, which is true. They, do, I think about it, they do have a really hard time asking for help. Confident. Mm-hmm. and able to set boundaries and the reason why I, I wanted people to see this because wherever they are and what, if they get the book, you know, they can see that that's actually a really simple way to define. These are the things I, Oh, I, I do one and two, but I don't have three and four mm-hmm. and I need to, I need to work on my healing and figure out what that wound is. You also do hone in on some of the potential, the wounds in these
0: areas too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and speaking specifically, Chiron and Capricorn having to do with a core wounding, a vulnerability, and that's on a spectrum. For some of you, it's a deep, core wounding like I experience and my value and worth and and truly feeling not good enough and having to heal that really deeply within myself. And for others, it's a vulnerability. It's like an ouch. It's not like a deep, deep problem. It's just like every now and then that's kind of what you run up against that, ooh, like Oh, what was that? Ouch. And so just to keep that in mind, it is a spectrum. And so with Capricorn, it has to do with responsibility, achievement, and success, which is so important to them. And in the Chiron placement, it's about success and, and without over depleting yourself, without running yourself into the ground or without taking credit from others, like giving credit where it's due and sharing that success with others, or if someone steals credit for your work, learning to speak up about that. So really bringing into balance achievement and responsibility and success and how you even define success to be healthy relationships, not just an amount of money or a social status to really really expand how you define success for yourself.
1: And what is, is, what does Chiron look like or uh, and what what like kind of star system is it? Is it a large planet? Can you describe it it's a little?
0: A, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll paint you a picture in the solar system. So it's a it's a small minor planet and comet. I think the only designation in astronomy like that and it it orbits elliptically between Saturn and Uranus. It's an odd like oval elliptical orbit and the first of its kind discovered instead of a round orbit like an ellipsis an oval and it's it it moves between saturn and uranus and in astrology saturn is the planet of we typically think of it as restriction as boundaries Mm -hmm. and uranus is like the unexpected and the out of the ordinary so if you think about that within your own self how do you mediate you know boundaries and restriction and and kind of like your superego, your morality, so to speak, with your impulses that you have, kind of your superego and your id. If you think about Freudian terminology, your superego, how you morally go through your life, what has meaning and value, and then your id impulses, which is like, oh, I just want. And it's like how the mind is... The heart mediates between the lower impulses of sexuality and aggression and, and the mind higher consciousness. And so I think Chiron's really centered in our heart space, mediating between those lower and higher energies that we all have being in a human body and just how you want to do that well with some more happiness and some more flow and some more ease,
1: and it looks a little like the moon, but it looks like it's been beat up a little bit it's, <laughs> from the pictures I've seen. Like it has, and you know what? I think that's kind of like symbolically cool really? because it's like. Even that planet has been through something, you know. You can see it's it's got knocked a few
0: times. It's got yeah. something right. <laughs> and kind of like we have, like you mentioned early on, Gina, like being born in the world, like I'm so happy to be here and I love everyone. And and then it's like, oh, like you're we're like bumper cars when you bump up against a few experiences. In my book, I talk about it being like the hot stove. You put your hand on a hot stove once and you you never you never do that. Again, and sometimes relationships and life experiences are like that. You go through a a hard breakup and and a person that really hurt you. It's you know sometimes we fear love period and we might never want to go there again. And so I encourage you in my book to learn how to open and close appropriately your heart and your mind, really learning to trust yourself, to discern people, places and things. And even when someone hurts your feelings, certainly that still happens to me and and something goes away in a friendship, in a relationship that that I feel upset and hurt about, yet I'm able I'm able to recover with a bit more, like, um, like um faster might not be the right word, with some more, like, clarity around things and without, like, hating that person, with more, like, I really, you know, I really want them to find their way and just with, again, more ease and less, like, jagged edges. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and I
1: think that's what I love about actual spirituality for me is it has helped me let go of the things that weren't working for me anymore in a loving way Mm -hmm. and to, um, not judge my behavior out of it. Even if I could have done better looking at my behavior and going, Oh, okay. You know, I mean, I'm like a, I'm like a completely opposite version of myself about 10 years ago. And that I was the same sweet, you know, driven person, but it was, um, I felt separate from myself because, I knew I wasn't living my authentic life and I think that's where people are really suffering now. Um, you know, they, we're, we, we we are growing up and we're in a modern world and it's, it's spinning faster and faster. Lessons are, lessons are coming at us faster and faster. Mm-hmm. Um, we're able to, um because we're in Aries right now with Chiron and for until 2026, I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Fire And that came in in 2018. And if you think about what was going on in 2018 and that this is all about social justice and breaking the hierarchy and stuff. So all these systems that we've built in the last hundred years are starting to break down and we're really starting to see the cracks and looking behind it.
0: Right. That's hard. You know? And it's also exciting because through that dismantling and when things fall apart, one of my favorite books by Pema Chodron, I, I quote her in my book, where when things are falling apart and we feel kind of lost, we feel like the landscape of our lives doesn't look the same. And that's that's disturbing for us as humans. We like consistency and predictability, yet if you really hold on to yourself, and get through it, it's about re, It's about creation, creating the new from what's dismantled. And, and that can be when we get really excited and hopeful about that. I talk about hope in my book and the role hope plays in us being able to make changes and grow and really having hope. This is leading us to something better. It's actually leading me to what I most deeply desire and want, even if it looks odd and different to just have some hope and some trust. And that's how we move through changes. And it can get easier too. I believe Gina, like as I'm sure you do in setting intentions. And one of my intentions of the last number of years and moving forward is to learn through more love and more ease and more joy and happiness and not having to go through those rock bottom moments anymore where I have insight and awareness to pivot sooner and, do that with more ease. That's, that's been my word, ease and grace and flow and joy. Mm. Cause we,
1: I just love it because we're all, you know,
0: every, every single person has something
1: that they're going through and it doesn't, when you're, when you're depressed or if you feel separate or disconnected, it's hard to, you just feel so alone. Like you're the only one, you you know, other people are, but the feeling is that, you know, I'm, I'm separate from this world and we're tribal. And, you know, just like, um, if you take animals like dolphins and separate them from their pod, man, they're depressed mm. and, yeah. you know, and, um, and whales and all these other beautiful creatures that we do horrible things to as humans, um, <laughs> you know, that we need to stop yeah. and do, but, you know, you can see that they're depressed and, you know, they, they're tribal and, you know, we need to coming together to help each other. I I think there's a big figuring out happening and your book is one of the figuring out, you know what I Thank mean? Like you. another layer of potential understanding about yourself. And I really like how it's very easy though. Again, you know, I'm just going to do Taurus really quick. Cause I have a friend going through something who's a Taurus. Um, the wounded Chiron feels in a Taurus, a lack of self-worth, mm-hmm. a lack of feeling solid or safe value based on material possessions which this person is exactly that and always vulnerable. And so the healed Chiron feels trust in the wisdom of the body, forgiveness of the inner child. Mm -hmm. And this is a big one worthy of committed love. Yes. Worthy of committed love. And I don't even know how you figured out all these things
0: for (laughs) these. three and a half years. And I don't know either the universe. I was in co-creation with books and, and, you know, things that are already paradigms that exist, but also the universe. Like it flowed through me and the connections that came, I credit, I credit the universe really flowing. I felt like this book was up in the ethers and I was the one that said, yes, I'll write it. So flow through me. And I was led to sources, to site, as well as just this channeling of connections and this Chiron and Taurus placement, a core wounding by neglect. Often a person with this placement experienced some type of sexual abuse coercion or assault. And it caused them to have this troubled relationship with their own bodies. And I write about how Mm -hmm. even when someone's sexually abused, sometimes the body feels pleasure. And that can be confusing because though something's happening, you don't want the body responds as a body does. And there can be a lot of shame resulting from that, that needs to be untangled and not Contained within you, it's not, it wasn't your fault. And to really even forgive your body for responding as every human body does when something pleasurable is, is done. It's just how we're, we're wired from our brains. And so it's about really that consistent connection to love, you know, definitely say a relationship with another person, most importantly, the relationship with yourself to really stabilize stabilize and harmonize with feeling love for yourself and acceptance for yourself and not neglecting yourself like you might have been neglected, really taking care of your your body and the financial pursuits. It's a way that this individual, this placement has felt good that you're successful in the world. And that's, again, one marker of success. The others are more introspective and, you know, maybe with your values and beliefs that you're trustworthy, that you're generous, that you are, people can count on you. You can count on yourself. So it's cultivating these intrinsic values in addition to the external ones.
1: And um, again, this is July, 2023. And I just want to say from what you're saying, I just want to, uh, there's an incredible, uh, movie out right now called the sound of freedom. Um, it's a real story about Tim Ballard and because you were talking about sexual abuse and things like that. And he's talking about the millions of kids around the world that's been trafficked. This is the social freedom, the social Mm -hmm. things that I think is coming into the forefront. Let's leave all, you know, I hope that we can start getting rid of some of those, uh, things that are just, uh, distractions to what's really happening and we can get to these really core major problems and help people. Yes. And like you were saying, uh, they need healing from all of that. And there's millions of people that have had this affliction and uh, you know, but people like that uh, super champion and just want to like support that effort as much as possible. And you're doing your part through this, you know what I mean? And I'm doing my part through the book that we're going to be doing and we're going to rise up, help the people that are called to us. And um, would
0: you like to start your meditation now and uh, get us yes. Okay. And just in closing, Gina, something you said earlier on about, and it really struck me because in my book, I talk to about sharing our story to connect with others, to really break the shame we might've felt around things that have happened to us and, and feeling unworthy. And, and I write in my book about, being vulnerable. I was really, really vulnerable. And that at first felt scary. And then it started to feel just really peaceful for me because so many people, it's given them permission to share with their friends, to share with their families, things their loved ones didn't even know about them. And I think that's how we really heal together. And you mentioned that earlier. So I just wanted to acknowledge your point as we go into the meditation space.
1: Wonderful. And Anything that's coming out, you guys, you know, in this healed state, you know, just she'll, she'll walk you through, but to surround yourself in love, know that we are sending you compassion and empathy, you know, um, and we're, we're building a support system. If there's anything we can do, please let us know. And we're going to let Lisa do her beautiful thing. Thank you.
0: You're welcome, Gina. So if you can take a moment to just settle in. Closing your eyes if you're able. If not, it's okay. This is going to work even if you're driving or doing something else. And we're just going to (coughs) allow some stillness to be cultivated in our minds. And right now, this meditation is to activate your imagination. Your imagination is the greatest tool that you have, and I want you to imagine it might be even arising right now something that makes you happy, something you really want, something that hasn't happened yet that you want to create in your life. And we're going to activate everything needed in your material world, in my material world. All of us are in this together to start. To send out those energies and and conversations and chance happenings, those synchronicities for these things to materialize in our lives. Breathe that in. Allow yourself to trust by handing over right now this, this concern, this desire, this This outcome, it can be as many as you think. It doesn't have to just be one. To really place in a basket your concerns and let's just push it over to the universe and the universal energy is able to assemble the cooperative components. And just, ah, even exhale, feeling some relief. Breathe in through your heart space and out. Breathe in through your heart and out. And take a moment to appreciate yourself. Place a hand over your heart if you can, even if you're driving or doing something. You've been through so much and it matters and you matter. And the things you want are cared about They are seen. You are seen and being attended to right now. And we just thank you, Source, Energy, Universe, our ancestors, the elemental realm, the animal realm, the alien realm, all of the realms that exist beyond our eyesight. We thank you for aiding and assisting us in every area of our lives and those that we care about We send this energy into our world and the times that we are living in where it's easy to see so much that's not right. We choose to send correction and recalibration to those people, places, and things now to balance and that we're a part of the solution. And we choose to be the happiest part of solutions for the things important to us. And when you're ready, open your eyes and come back to this moment and look for signs and symbols of things on their way, numbers on the clock lining up, feathers, coins, text messages, calls, emails. Just look for signs that you were seen and heard because you are.
1: You are.
0: And don't forget
1: all your wonderful guides who, uh, you got helper guides, you've got angels, you've got ancestors, you've got, you know, uh, when you really get into this kind of crazy, because, um, you know, now that I'm open vessel writing, you know, I'm channeling a lot too. And yeah, you realize that thoughts really go into the ethos and almost you can send those to anybody like, Mm -hmm. and it, um, it's it's the most advanced cellular network ever. It is, you know, and it's just hard to imagine because we're so into our physicalness and, uh, but you can really send someone love and healing, um, that needs it. You know, you can do your part of keeping yourself at a high vibration as much as possible. It's hard yeah. times, but when something gets you down, just try to pick that high road, try to keep the light up, try to surround that. You, uh, And I know that the Dalai Lama endorsed your book, correct?
0: Yes, His Holiness did. I meditated to align myself and make some personal changes to be more compassionate. And yes, His Holiness endorsed my book as a result. I'm so grateful. And basically what the Buddhists say
1: is you can choose between love or fear. Mm -hmm. And I've been teaching a lot of my friends whenever they call and there's something else is like, are we going to go down the the path of love or we're going to go down the path of fear? and people that are stuck or unconscious that might be around you just, they need simpler. So I just wanted, for some reason, I was just told to kind of mention that today, love or thank fear. You. And it makes it a little easier. So thank you, Lisa. And um, this is her book, the Chiron effect. She likes to sm- support small businesses. Um, you can request her book through uh, small mom and pop shops
0: yes. um,
1: or directly through her. If that's what you prefer to do, um, because we do like to help, People out there working their bums off and don't get a lot of help from everyone. So, thank you so much. And um, until next time.
0: Thank you, Gina. I look forward to having you on All Things Therapy podcast to talk more about your book and the light that you are. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And that's NOLA Therapy, Lisa Tahir. And this is the Chiron Effect.
0: Cheers. Cheers.
1: Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find us online at theliberatedhealer.com, on Instagram at Liberated Healer Podcast, or on Facebook at The Liberated Healer. Give us a follow, subscribe, send us a message if you so feel, and thank you for your support.